Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You forgot to uh, you forgot to wish people who are listening uh, at twilight a good twilight. <laughs> what if they're listening at twilight? That's like just after twilight. I mean, I, I I would prefer you cover all the bases. What if? Can I ask you this? Hmm. What about eclipses? Yeah, that too. What if they're watching Twilight Eclipse? Oh, but don't, yeah. (laughs) This is also something you should account for. Also, don't look directly at the podcast. (laughs) Have I ever told you? You might get powers. Have I ever told you the story of the time? Okay, I'm going to tell you the story. I I may have told it on the air years and years ago, but it's an important, like, formative moment in my life that I don't know what to make of. Even now, as an adult in therapy... I don't know how to parse this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's get r- right into it. It's okay. Jordan Jesse Go uh, is our program. I'm Jesse. This is Jordan. Our, our guest on this week's program is uh, a comic comedy writer, the host of competitive erotic fan fiction, uh, a stage program across this great nation. Uh, Mr. Brian Cook. Hello, Hello, Brian. How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys doing? Well, I'm good, except for that I have this thing that I need to address right mm-hmm. now. It's the time when I was a kid... When I was either almost arrested or molested. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a great game show. <laughs> <laughs> it's no competitive the, erotic <laughs> fan fiction, but the audience all yells it up at the top. They, they yell <laughs> yeah. it with the host. Welcome yeah. to another round of Arrested <laughs> or Molested. <laughs> okay, so here's the situation, gentlemen. Maybe you can help me on this. Mm-hmm. You're looking at. Uh, I mean, I just up up top, just a just a base question. We maybe maybe a jumping off point. Yes. Was your butthole involved? Mm. No, my butt was not involved. Okay. Um, well, then I'll need more information. That wouldn't have really narrowed it down, by the way. This was That's an true. above the waist situation. Okay. Ah. So, I am. Uh, I'm in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Bernal Heights neighborhood of of San Francisco, uh, just above uh, my father's home. Uh, which was, uh, of course, in the sort of the border, the borderline between the Mission Noe Valley and Bernal Heights, and I've gone up Bernal Hill, which is, of course, the famous hill that forms the center of Bernal Heights and the Bernal Heights neighborhood of San Francisco. And the reason I've done this is because I'm going to check out a partial lunar eclipse, mm-hmm. and it's one that you can see before it's too late in the evening, and you can see it around. It was like, I'm going to say, it was just just twilight. So I'm going to say it's summer maybe and it's 7 o'clock. I'm going to say I am 10 years old. I might be 11 years old. I'm not, say, 13 or 14 years old. What are you wearing? I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing a denim jacket. Mm-hmm. The denim jacket has a space program patch on it. I assumed. And it is... A lined denim jacket. Oh. So it's like a trucker-style jacket, but it has a Sherpa lining. Okay. Cooler evening, San Francisco. Exactly. Fall. We're talking about... Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, it's summer, but, you know, summer never a San colder Francisco. winter than summer in San Francisco. It's not yet to Indian summer when it's most warm in gotcha. San Francisco, September, of course. So I'm standing there, and I'm looking at the moon, waiting for it to eclipse, and nothing is happening. And these two guys come up to me, 
And my memories of this are hazy because I was 10 or 12 years old, you know. Alone in public. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All by yourself. Do you have any eclipse gear? Do you have... Do you have a telescope? Do you have a, a, a pinhole? Do you have a camera obscura? I'm going to say no. You're okay. not supposed to look at those, right? You're not supposed to look right at an eclipse? You're not supposed to look at a solar eclipse, uh, but a lunar mm, eclipse. Mm. A lunar eclipse, yes. You can look directly at the moon. Okay. Unless you're a werewolf. Right. In which case you're playing with fire. All bets are off. <laughs> yeah. Follow-up question. Yes. Are you a werewolf? <laughs> no, sir. Okay. Although... Mm, I'm a little hirsute. <laughs> Today? Yeah. 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 Okay. So here I am. I'm standing on the sidewalk, 10, 12 years old. Yes. Wait, what does it do to mummies? I don't know. Something about curses. I don't recall. Okay. I mean, if you're a mummy and you're out there, give us a call. 206-984-4FUN. <laughs> um, and can I ask one favor of all the mummies who might give us a call? Don't just creak and groan into the receipt. We've gotten yeah. so many calls from mummies lately. Get it. And, and hey, if you're going to speak, don't speak in you know ancient Egyptian or whatever. We don't have a Rosetta Stone. Uh, here. This is America. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're going to call language. an American podcast, this yeah. isn't Aramaica. Am I right, guys? <laughs> So these two guys, so I'm, yeah, 10, 12 years old, but that's normal for me. Look, I'm a city kid. Okay. Brian, you don't know this. I don't know where you're from. I'm a city kid. Neither do I. Look, I started taking the bus to school by myself, just the regular bus, city bus, first grade. So what you're saying is molestations were not foreign to you? I knew all about molestations. (laughs) No. I had never, I had never, molestation off the table. If there was a van, you'd jump into it. (laughs) But (laughs) urban crime... Absolutely. Gotcha. So no creepy uncles, no scout leaders, because there's no scouts. <laughs> right. Um, but shootings, yes. Okay. Regular shootings, lying awake at night, wondering if that was a gun <laughs> or a firecracker, yes. Got it, got it. Um, one time um, a man shows up at the at the foot of my mom's bed with a knife, <laughs> <laughs> and she chases him out of the house, yes, because David Carroll's stupid dad didn't <laughs> lock the door on the way out. Ah, oh, David Carroll. I know, but That's... no one's no one's touching your junk. No one, no one's touching my junk. So I'm standing there. These two guys come up to me, and they flash badges at me, and they say, "Young man, we want to know why you're standing here casing cars." Hmm. And I had been standing on this spot on Cortland Street, if I recall, hmm. for San Franciscans for. 15, 20 minutes, because I'm waiting for this fucking eclipse. <laughs> I don't know. My my stepmother said, I hear there's an eclipse. Go up on Cortland Street, see if you can see it. Right. She just wants me out of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's got things to do. Yeah, it's like, go go play kick the can with your friends. Absolutely. I don't have any friends. No. I assumed. <laughs> That's why I got that NASA patch on. That's why you got a podcast now. <laughs> exactly. So I'm up there, and I'm looking at the moon. These guys flash these badges, and they say, why are you casing these cars? And I figure out what casing means in my head within five or ten seconds. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I mean, that's Context the kind clues. of... Context clues. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not... I'm that's a, what they teach in NASA. Absolutely. That's space bright, camp. That's I'm a bright what, kid. Yeah. I'm a bright kid. So I figure... I know what it means, I don't know, but I'm so shocked by this whole thing. I say, I don't... What? I No, I'm not... I'm what... And uh, they say, what are you doing up here? And I say... I'm waiting for this lunar eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> a likely story. Yeah. And the other guy, one guy says, Yeah, guy, it's like, it sounds like you just, you made up something that sounds homeworky. 
Right. <laughs> you right. know, I guess you could have, you know, he's like, oh, no, I'm up here tagging. It's like, no, I'm up here, you know, memorizing Bible verses. I'm just uh, waving this little eclipse. Yeah. What? What are you doing? What are you doing up here, kid? Yeah, me just time stables. <laughs> um, so state yeah. capitals. Yeah, I'm coming up with mnemonics. <laughs> Every good boy deserves fudge. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, the one one guy says to the other guy, "Well, pat him down." Ooh. So they open up my coat and they pat me down mm-hmm. on the but above the waist. Okay. Mm-hmm. As I recall, above the waist, maybe on the outside of my legs. All right. I, they did not go for my junk or, or my. They didn't go for my bathing suit parts. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And then, but that means something different for you because you wear an old time bathing costume. Well, I only. <laughs> so bathe, that's everything other than your wrists. I bathe in a Victorian bathing machine, so I oh, okay. crank an entire outhouse shaped building mm-hmm. down to the water. Um. So they, the one guy says to the other guy, he goes, "No tools." And he says, and uh, I think I did hear there's an eclipse tonight. <laughs> and they're like, well, kid, you're free to go. And then they left. Hmm. Was I almost arrested or was I semi-molested? I, I like the idea that there's, a, there's molesters who work in duos. Oh, I think there's <laughs> absolutely molesters who work in duos. Yeah. That seems like the best way. Totally. I mean, Captain yeah. and Tennille. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess this was like pre. Is there something I don't know about Captain and Tennille? I that, yes, that I presume them to be molesters, <laughs> or to have been molesters. Okay. All right. Yeah. If your name's Captain, you're already halfway there. You are sure. halfway there. And you put on the hat. You're you're home free. Sure. Oh yeah. It's time to time to molest. Bathing suit parts. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's it, so. I mean, I guess this was. You know, this was as the internet was becoming the internet. So I guess there was probably some alt.molesters news group yeah, where alt, you could find a, mo- find a body. Alt.molesters.noe valley. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I if, if that was a molestation, that was probably the best one I've ever heard. Like the slickest? Like, like best case scenario. Like you got off... Yeah. Oh, so if those you guys mean just like I should be grateful for grab, it. Yeah, if they just wanted to grab a little bit of 10-year-old boy chest. Right. I mean, you know. I got off easy. Yeah. Maybe they were disappointed you weren't more muscular. So they stopped the molestation uh, after like the initial they were, down. Do you think they were tricked by the fact that I was Or maybe wearing... too muscular. I don't know what kind of shape you were in as a kid. I was pretty weird. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> were these, you wearing these a wire? Days I'm a little, <laughs> <laughs> these days I'm a little bit willowy, mm-hmm. uh, but at the time I, was pr- I would say I was yoked. Okay. <laughs> yoked to the tits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Child yoked. Child yoked. Yeah, you know that thing where you make your nips dance and you go ping, 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 I, ping, I think it's ping, safe ping, to assume ping, we do. Yeah. I invented that oh. in oh. the early 1990s. Had only YouTube existed. Yeah, mm. but it didn't. You had to send around like I had to VHS. Post it. I had to post it on alt.fan.molestation.com. <laughs> <laughs> I found you. Wreck.pederast. Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, is it possible they could have been like looking for a wallet or something? Like my wallet? Yeah. Do you think they could have been thieves? Yeah, maybe. Did you have a, you know, if they were looking, Velcro wallet with eight were, bucks in it or something? Eight bucks. Jeez, what do you think I was, Jordan? <laughs> do you think I lived in Bernal Heights? <laughs> Johnny, eight bucks? <laughs> also, they went they went up top, which is not a good move if you're trying to lift a wallet off a kid. Kids don't, yeah, kids don't yeah, carry the wallet like in the channel. You can carry it in their sock, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, watered Me up. Me and my friends carried our money sure. in our socks. Hmm. 
That's true. In our hmm. socks and shoes. Because if you got jumped, they wouldn't take your money. Hmm. You just wanted us to know you had socks. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were living it up there at the edge of the at the edge of the mission. <laughs> Sock money, I'm telling you. In the borderlands between the mission, the outer mission. <laughs> what do you want? I got tubes. I got dress. <laughs> I got a, got a boot sock. I got the weird one with a little ball at the back that hey. your mom wore in the 80s. Hey, <laughs> hey kid, you want an argyle? <laughs> it's going to cost you double. Yeah. First pair's free. What kind That's of how mon- they get you. What That's kind of monster you. sells a child argyle That socks? actually does sound like, now today you're very dressed down, but that does sound like maybe how somebody could have gotten you in a van as a child. That's true, yeah. The promise of an argyle sock. The, prob- the promise of an argyle. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so sincerely, this is a real question because this, it only occurred to me maybe when I was 20 or so mm-hmm. that it's possible I had been molested. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, if I was molested, as you said, right, it didn't scar me psychologically. I don't feel violated. Well, I mean, now. I, I don't. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of school. I mean, Jesse's. You know, we're good friends, and you've confided a lot of stuff in me. Also, we are literally in school right now. Right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we so are you're being. Fine. We're being. So very it would quiet. be very inconvenient if you spoke out of school where there are no microphones. <laughs> we would exactly. I'd just be yelling on a playground. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You, I mean, and, and I guess you know sometimes like traumatic sexual experiences can imprint themselves onto someone's sexuality at sure. an early age. Um, and you have mentioned to me that every lovemaking session that you and your wife have starts with her patting you down, and you can only do it during an eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it possible that this, this, you know, you were impressionable, you were young? Is it possible that this is where it started? Do you have a NASA patch on you? <laughs> I don't. Uh-uh. I only have this ass, gas, or grass nobody writes for free. <laughs> Does your wife own fake mustaches? Um, yeah. Hmm. I really... Because they seemed... Did they have boners? Have, could, could it have been... Could it have been... A prank? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I mean, mean, that's a lame like. Prank. Do you think we could pat down that dumb kid? <laughs> They're dudes, playing truth or dare. Like you were bored enough to be out looking at something the moon was doing. How bored were these dudes <laughs> that they were like, "Hey, I bet you can't touch a kid just a little bit." <laughs> also, I mean, why are they? From I guess the when box? you're a kid too, like it's hard to tell how old a grown up is. Right. Do you yeah. think these were were these fifty year old guys or were these twenty year old guys? I think these were guys. These guys were definitely under thirty five. Did they have pubes yet? Yeah, but not like bushy pubes. Got him. Molested. Yeah. Got him. Yep. See? You it seems like gotta... you touched these guys' pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have molested them. Yeah. That's well, what it sounds like I to me. I checked their pubes. Mm-hmm. Did I you did a, a pube check in case I had to tell this story later, like on Kevin Allison's podcast. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Were you carrying a federal pube inspector badge yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the FBI? Yo, the FBI. <laughs> Gentlemen. I'm with the FBI. I'm the FBI. Undercover. Let's see, let's see those male bushes. <laughs> You keeping your game trimmed? <laughs> your game. I like that. Yeah, downtown. <laughs> I really, I don't know which of the answers is true. I sincerely, like when I say this, I'm not saying this to make it a topic on a podcast. I'm bothered by the fact that I don't know. I think know it's been a great topic, these, though. I mean, I think we could so all are. agree that this has been a really fun topic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think people are going to make the, have their own opinions on the forum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think some of them might be too invested in the forum. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
I have a hunch. You think it's going to be concrete tails? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> you guys on the forum, concrete tails. I think it might get a little weird. You think, you think some of these kids are spending too much time on forums? Oh, I think anyone that has ever been on a forum has spent too much time <laughs> The on fact a forum. that you've been on a forum. The very notion of going to a forum occurring to you means you've spent too much Probably time Probably too on much. Them. Yeah. By the way, we need to talk to you about how much time you've been spending on rec dot sport dot pederasty <laughs> what I'm writing the paper <laughs> yeah it's a book report wasn't that Gary Glitter's excuse <laughs> yeah no. was it Gary Glitter no it was, someone it was, was research yeah someone was, was researching their yeah that's why he had a terabyte of child pornography <laughs> research oh boy okay Ugh, this took Look, a turn we'll be back <laughs> in just a second on Jordan Jesse go. <laughs> This is Vince. This is Teresa. We host a show called One Bad Mother. We're a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. And for some reason, we seem to be most popular among single dudes with no kids. <laughs> Weird. The only advice you'll get from us is when we tell you to stop feeling like for being a mom. Or a dad. Or, you know, a single person with no children. Find us on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Brian Cook, federal pube inspector. <laughs> He's ready. He's ready, ladies and gentlemen. I want to make mention of something. Sure. Um, while we're talking about enjoying ourselves and having fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we just put tickets to MaxFunCon on sale. Uh-oh. This is the social event of the year. Jordan, you've been to, what are we, what, six? We've done six MaxFunCons now? I think so, yeah. Seven yeah. MaxFunCons? How would you describe Max FunCon to a, the uninitiated? Uh, a real, a, a real blast, a weekend long blast. Yeah, no, just the nicest people you ever You're met. You're describing Space Camp again. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. What's this? <laughs> we will be in a centrifuge, though, right? At some point, <laughs> it's mostly centrifuge stuff. Okay, um, centrifuge, <laughs> centrifuge, centrifuge. Yeah, uh, astronaut ice cream. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really fun. It's it's uh, it's it's boozier than you might expect for a nerd event, which usually uh, nerd events are not uh, fun. <laughs> this is like where fun like fun people go to it to enjoy themselves. It's like real people having an honest good time. Uh, there's it's not uh, not a bunch of people swapping uh, 3ds codes. There's maybe a little bit of that, but a reasonable amount. I don't even know what a 3DS code Me is. Me neither. You know, I don't really either. Okay. Okay. It's something if Sorry you want to if you want to swap Pokemon Ugh. with other Pokemon folks, you need to swap codes. 3D Pokemon? Uh, yeah. I think the, I mean I think everything. Are they the... red? You know, like red line drawings? Uh, no. I mean, everything just kind of. And you put the goggles on. Is that no, what we're talking it about? It just has a Virtual Boy. He's talking about Virtual Boy. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. No. The Virtual Boy is long gone. What if I want to swap Virtual codes? Huh? Mm. What if I wanted to swap boy codes for the virtual thing? Oh, boy codes? That's on MTV. <laughs> it's come on, it comes on after guy code. That's it's people on... telling you how to deal with boy issues. <laughs> That's on you. Hey, I'm always scraping my knees. What? <laughs> this frog keeps leaping out of my pocket. What <laughs> I put it in a mason jar and punch holes in the top? <laughs> That's boy code. Does it a rock and a leaf count as his natural habitat? Boy code. <laughs> 
Uh, no, no. Um, and Max Funcon is really fun. I think I think if you if you you know if this is just something you have heard of or you know seen people chattering about on Twitter, you might think it's just a you know just a dork festival like Comic Con or something. But it's really really fun. It's actual fun. So much people. more special than that. Totally. Like, it's it's a weekend in Southern California. We have. Big comedy shows, so we have like a big stand-up show and then a big non-stand-up comedy show. Um, and then during the day, we have some talks and lectures and um, and then classes where you do cooking or um, crafting or you make – like I, I had a really good time uh, last year uh, with Pendleton Ward, the creator mm-hmm. of Adventure Time, uh, the wonderful Cartoon Network show. Um, he made an animated stop motion superhero film starring just people and just costumes that they made on the spot. Um, so like really amazing, crazy stuff goes down and then at night people get super wasted. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. I think if you, you know, if you're worried about not knowing anybody, don't maybe I would, I would maybe even argue that makes it more fun. Oh yeah. This is like, you don't want to be tethered to some fucking high school buddy. Well, also we've all met people and they're mostly awful. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Am I selling this right? Uh, no, no, this is good. Keep going on this. Keep okay. running with this. If you want to be surrounded, no, that's because there's going to be people at it, right? How bad do they smell, Brian? Oh, <laughs> the worst. Most of them, right? Have you smelled them? <laughs> oh, people smell terrible. Jesus. Will there um, be cops? It's, you know, <laughs> I, you know it's, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I feel like I, we get people worried about going by themselves. And every time I hear from someone who went by themselves, they're like, oh, I'm so glad I went by myself. Yeah, totally. It was so amazing. Mm-hmm. I made 12 friends in the first five minutes despite my crippling social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a real blast. Everybody's very, very nice. You can, you can sit at any table you want to. You can, uh, you, know, you can just kind of join any group you want to. It's really, really fun. Oh, I, think. I want to go. I want to start a clique of jocks. I want to take yeah. over a table. <laughs> I want to Who's going to be thing. in the clique? It's going to be you, John Ronson. I don't know Maria Bamford. <laughs> okay. She's definitely a jock type of Yeah, material, Maria Bajad Abumrad. Oh, again, don't know who that is. Andy Richter. Andy Richter, I know. Um, These sound who like... else is in the Max Funcon jock click? I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> you've about covered it. Uh, but yeah, definitely it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a blast. And definitely I think it's, uh, it's not – uh, I think it's comparable to what you would spend on a normal kind of long weekend vacation. All the meals are included, the lodgings included. It's a it's a slam dunk. You should totally do it. If, yeah. if you're curious, go ahead and do it. MaxFunCon.com is where you can go do it, and you, there's an installment plan. Um, that's all we're going to talk about MaxFunCon for now. But I just wanted to mention it since tickets just went on sale, and they you know, in the past they often go out, go they often sell out by the time the holidays are through. So uh, you know, MaxFunCon.com. Take care of business. We'll see ya, mm. et cetera. What's going on with you these days, Jordan? Well, I uh, had a nice uh, had a nice holiday. Went down to Orange County uh, to spend it with my uh, mom and my sister and my new step family. Mm. Uh, oh. Brian, for you, my mom just got uh, remarried not that uh, long ago. You think I don't know this? Oh, sorry. Yeah. You, you okay? Does You're he, up on it. Uh, does he play trombone? He plays trombone. Does okay. he wear Hawaiian shirts? He wears a wow. Okay. I am sorry. I even tried to. Uh... We have had one conversation before today, and it was about <laughs> your stepfather. <laughs> So. It's all he's all I talk about. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot I, I forget that we uh, that we did we did that show the other we, day. We chatted briefly about your Thanksgiving plans. Yeah. Uh, which I then did forget in the hallway when I asked you what you did for Thanksgiving. That's okay. So, uh, you, you've described uh, Brad, Brad to a T. Was this is. your first major holiday? You had had a semi, some semi combo Christmas. Yeah, this was this was I think the first proper one. Right. Um, and so I have these I have these like step nieces and nephews now who are really great one's uh one's uh one's four and one's six and you're a big fan of brad the step new stepdad too this guy's great yeah a, a real hoot um 
Hawaiian shirts, trombones. You get it. Right. Um, so, so, uh, so something I, I, so I was kind of like, so my, my sister's getting married. So her and my mom and the, the ladies were talking about wedding stuff. Um, so I kind of like got, got the kids pushed. I was kind of kid wrangler, uh, which was fine. I like these kids a lot. We played, uh, and we played a game of Candyland. And as we were kind of setting up the board to play it, it really dawned on me how much Candyland I had played as a kid. Like, it was hmm. just a flood of sense memory came. Really? Oh, totally. With whom? Uh, just with my mom. Me and my mom would play Candyland. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Your that's... mom has a, the patience of an angel. Oh, totally. Candyland is a, is a boring game. Oh, it's, 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 what, it is, there, it's barely a game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Barely... So what it is is you. It's, there's this board, and you have a gingerbread man, a colored gingerbread man, and you 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 just you splay out all the game cards, and you randomly pick a card, and then if it's red, you move to a red space. If it's green, you move to a green space, and you really get lucky if you draw a candy card, and then you get to go to that candy zone. Uh, and it also can work against you. If you've passed that candy zone, you might have to go back. Uh, so that's when, oh. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's the double play of Candyland. That's it's, the, like, exciting. It's like a game that they developed for learning disabled children, really. Right, yeah, exactly. It had, like, even, even you would think your slowest kid who could conceive of the notion of a game right. could probably play something more <laughs> fun than fucking Candyland. Or it's for an autistic kid to become obsessed with. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so these candy zones all have like a candy mascot. Mm. So there was, uh, so my board had Queen Frostine, who was a cupcake princess, mm -hmm. Princess Lolly, who was a lollipop princess. Now, mm -hmm. is this a contemporary version of this game, or is this, or is this as as it has ever been? No. So there has been some some changes have been made to candy. Oh, sexier. Uh, yeah, all the characters have a little bit of like an anime style to them, really, and that makes them a little more erotic than I would like. Mm -hmm. Yes, I always associate. I always, I feel like I just, and this is. Plus the NASA patches. Right, exactly. <laughs> this is on me, I realize, and this is just, I feel like the cultural associations I have with anime are like icky sexuality. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I know that's, you know, I like a Miyazaki movie. Those aren't ick, icky, ickily sexual, but I always, anytime something looks a little anime-y, I'm like, somebody's jacking off to this. Were there any tentacles involved in it? No, there were no tentacles. Okay. That's yeah. Good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, you got stuck in a soda, you got stuck in a soda land called Tentacle Grape. <laughs> anyway, um, so the, the, the candy people who have left Candyland uh -huh. since I had it, so Mr. Mint is now gone. Ah. Mr. Mint is a tall uh, dandy made of peppermints. Okay. He has been replaced with the Duke of Swirl, who is an, uh, a, a, a good-looking prince who surfs on an ice cream. Ah, because the kids. I, was, I mean, I, I, and my initial reaction was there was a meeting, and they, they all agreed, Mr. Mint, out. Too, too gay. Out. Yeah. He's like, he has a walking stick. He oh. has a little mustache. What are we teaching these kids? Yeah. Mint, the gayest flavor. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So Mr. Mint is gone. Uh, so in my candy land, there was Grandma Nut, who lived in a peanut brittle house. Gross. First of all, kids hate old people and peanut brittle. Yeah. Well, it, I hate the name Grandma Nut. Well, mm. guess what her new name is? What's that? She now lives in a fudge house, and her name is Grandma Gooey. Oh, come on. <laughs> 
This you is gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no, she's now Grandma Gooey, and she lives in a fudge house. Why are they changing these? I guess maybe what are like they gaining from this. Is it <laughs> right. new merchandising opportunities? Is uh, it like when football teams have alternate uniforms? <laughs> is, are you sure this is Candyland and not like some generic knockoff like Candy World? They, they just <laughs> right. didn't have the Sweet rights. Town. Right. The rights. To <laughs> no, no, Mr. this Mint. was Candyland. So yeah, maybe they were switching out candy that kids don't like anymore. Okay. Because uh-huh. peanut brittle and mint, those are two kind of old person. You know, it'd be yeah, like if true. there was. You know, uh, uh, you know, Felicity Fondant or something. <laughs> right. or... Yeah. So I guess maybe they were trying Uncle to. Uncle Mazapan. <laughs> right. Tommy Treacle. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Edward Egg Cream. Sure. Which is a chocolate drink. syrup in in soda Seltzer water. water. Yeah. 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 Senseless. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Egg Cream is really good. It is a confounding name, though. Yeah, that's very true. It is a gross name. Yeah. Um. So so yeah so those changes were were interesting. Now the I I think I think the Mr. Mint to what was what's the new one? Uh, the, the Duke of dude? Swirl. That is the Poochie of Candyland. Right. Yes. That is exactly. A, like, I know. You know what the kids like? A cool guy. He's surfing on a yeah, right, exactly. You mean because of his bold geometric design? <laughs> <laughs> also that. Was he playing guitar? He was not playing guitar. Oh. He might he had a tooth though. I could tell he had a tooth. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could tell that, like, in the meeting where they were pitching Duke of Swirl, yeah. they're like, you know, he's in your face. He takes no prisoners. Absolutely. He's out for fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so we're playing this game, and there's – so I've got, I've got the four-year-old Johnny, and I've got the six-year-old Elizabeth. Four-year-old doesn't really know how to play a game yet, and he is just kind of zooming his piece around the board. Ugh. And, like, it's usually, like, people will, like – someone will – you'll have to kind of draw his card for him and tell him where to move it. He'll just kind of zoom the piece around after he's moved. But, you know, you kind of try and, you know, it's like you're playing two games. You're playing his and right. just so there's, you know, so there's more players. Uh, but Elizabeth knows how to play the game. And uh, I I figured out 20 minutes into this thing that she had been cheating. Oh. So she. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses. Yeah. Are you really accusing a sweet darling six-year-old Elizabeth of cheating. Now, we haven't met this kid. She is sweet and darling. Okay, established. Carry on. So what she was doing... she's 17 years old. Right. Loves Candyland. Loves Candyland. God bless her. (laughs) Yeah. Loves Candyland. By the way, I guarantee you there has been at least one, I hate to use the word, hipster party Mm -hmm. where Candyland has come out in the past decade. Oh yeah, sure. It's exactly. too boring. I know, but that doesn't matter. You gotta like do a shot every time you yeah, you draw gonna, the, uh, find a the candy cards. Yeah, yeah. sure. You uh, now they can complain take about a how shot it's... of Jameson, <laughs> absinthe, yeah. absinthe. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, so yeah, so so what she had been doing is what she had she had been going through the pile of cards, taking the candy cards and slipping them under the board, and Ugh. she would palm them while she was looking through the cards. Because it was just happening over and over again. She kept, you know, she didn't have, she wasn't like, you know, drawing a shitty card to keep up believability. She would just always have that candy card. And she would really like act it. She would like really perform. She would really go like, oh my God, I can't believe I got it again. <laughs> <laughs> like mugging it up like Disney Channel. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. she was like a Disney Channel kid who yeah. had uh, who had won uh, the Dog with a blog sweepstakes. I don't know. <laughs> Naturally. Um, yep. So she so she was performing this, and then she was getting, like, a little bit shitty about it. Like, oh. she would go, she would draw it, and then she would put it in my face and go, 
Booyah. What? And then she said, she got it again and put it in my face and said, step up your game. Whoa. Step up your game. So, I mean, I've been on to it. Did you say, bitch, I'm about to step up to the streets. (laughs) Yes, Channing Tatum bust down the door. Interracial (laughs) dance competition. Naturally. Yeah, exactly. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> By the way, that was also the theme from Step Up to the Streets. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, which you know. They okay. were going to use contemporary hip hop music, but they yeah. decided to use the theme from Rocky. High NRG. <laughs> right. Um, so I didn't know what to do. Like, her mom is there. Like, I know her mom okay, but, you know, we're not, we're not close family. This is your yet. sister. This is my stepsister. Gotcha. Um, and I'm so like, she's a criminal. I don't this know. I don't, yeah, right? This kid's right. learning it from somewhere. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't grifter. know if this is just grifter, little least. kid, this you know, little kid boundary pushing. Right. But I didn't know what to do. I genuinely did. And I don't know if, like, at what point do you start to teach kids morality? Mm-hmm. Is it my job to impart morality? Right. Do I, tell, do I go to mom and pull her aside and just like, hey, just so you know, like, she's been cheating like do i automatically look like the world's biggest dick for doing that just like open this is candy hand, land open hand or close hand yeah i so mean so many questions sure so many questions closet or down a well right where do you where do you <laughs> right. stuff them at what point do you flip the board and uh, teach them new words yeah i mean part of me wanted to like also start cheating like part of me wanted to like start <laughs> oh, hiding the cards myself and go oh wow i guess i keep <sighs> oh Booyah. Cinnamon Roll Town again? <laughs> Look at me. Jeez, I should buy a lottery ticket. It's my <laughs> lucky day. I so I don't know. Do you know any in your in your my, experience child rearing? When did when do you teach a child about right and wrong? Right now my son is really sweet because he 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 can make a devious plan mm-hmm. a little bit. But he does not know how to lie. Mm-hmm. He has not occurred to him yet that he could lie about it. And so what he says instead is, like if he, like the other day he decided that instead of going to bed in his big boy bed, he was going to go to bed in my son Oscar's crib, mm-hmm. which he has to climb into. Um, and my son Oscar is a four week old. Um, and so what he will say in that context is, as I'm putting him to bed, he'll say, okay. You can go now, Dad. <laughs> Which is just means he's ready to do whatever scheme he has in his head. Mm. And it's amazing that there's these little moments where children's minds develop the ability to comprehend certain things. Mm-hmm. My son has spent the last week. We've been everyone in my house has been deathly ill. Thankfully, feeling better today, but deathly ill. And uh, my son said for an entire day. He got sick and threw up a couple times one day. And uh, the day after, he said, Dad, I will not throw up ever again. Dad, I will not throw up ever again. And you said he didn't know how to lie yet. And he he threw up on the dog. Uh, That's probably fun for the dog, though. Gets to eat all that throw up. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, also there was a part of me that was thinking like, this kid has like figured out how to game this system, I which isn't that a little bit of cleverness? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. In in about what twelve years, you can take her to the casino. Sure. By that point, she knows how to count cards. Count cards. I don't like this taunting you. Yeah. No, I don't like the taunting either. You're that's what I didn't to be like. Family. Well, sure. she's still a kid. She's got to learn that that's not what you. You got to be subtle. You got to slap her down with casino. a better taunt. Yeah. 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 There it is. Remember when you used to be on that show with Vilmer Valderrama and uh, MTV? 
I think you're thinking of um, uh, who are you thinking of? Todd who Masterson? did that? Say <laughs> it wasn't Vilmer Valderrama. It was Wilder Valderrama. Who's the like hip hop guy? The like not funny Nick but Cannon? affable. There you go, Nick Cannon. Yeah. Oh, so not funny, so affable. Yeah. Handsome. Not no, yeah. not exactly a hip hop guy. Mm-hmm. Just sort of <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, sort of a singer type, urban singer. Hmm. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Yeah. He drum a- Drumline star of Drumline. Yeah. Okay. You were on a show with Nick Cannon? I wasn't. Jesse was lying. I wish okay. I was on a show with Nick Cannon. I wish I had that on my resume. Not going to lie, you guys super duper lost me just then. Oh, well, it's Jordan's known for his snaps. Ah, <laughs> right. there it is. There it I is. should have told her that her mama was so fat. I thought you when you said Wilbur, uh, Wilmer, Wil- no one can say it, right? <laughs> no, and no one should. I think no one should discuss this man. I think it's on him to change his name to Wilderama. <laughs> Definitely. Wilderama. <laughs> It's a good name for a show. If you, Yo Mama, insulted him, though, you would, if you, Yo Mama, insulted her. But her mama was there. Her actual mama. Oh, boy. Who also is a family member. Then what do you do? I don't know. I mean, I could just, you know, I could come up, I could just say it's some fictional, you know, fat, jizz-covered mama. Right. Who, I'm like, this This is not about you. Right. Well, just you trying find to insult out what this she child. loves most and then say that it's fat and covered with jizz, like her, her, her teddy. Oh, yeah, there yeah. There you go. Or sure. Barbie, her brat doll. Yeah. Your brat doll is so fat. <laughs> well, if she has brat dolls, I understand where all of this is coming from. Yeah. Do no you th- oh, do difference. you think there is there is grifty brats? Yeah. I, mean, I think all brats. I think anyone who has an S at the end of their name and puts a Z there is probably a little grifty. Yeah. Especially a brat doll. I don't know if she does have brat dolls. I'm just thinking of a thing. Uh... Brat's grifts edition is yeah. something that I'm really enjoying thinking about. <laughs> It's like Pokemon. Do you think they do long or short cons? <laughs> short. I mean, they're kids. But... Bank cons? All House... kinds of cons. Are brats kids? They're tween. They're teens. I think they have all have cell phones. Are they the brats teens? That's a good question. Do we have a researcher? Are you looking? Yeah, Brian. Right. Are the brats teens? How old are How old is a brat? And are they in a, in a, Are they in suspended in a state of perpetual teenhood? I guess. Also, I've always assumed they're all uh, Latina girls. I've always assumed that they are the Latina junior version. Well, that's of, your baggage, uh, homie. Dog. That's your baggage. That's your own schism. Yeah, yeah. That's your schism. Yeah. Um, they're teens. They've they've their visitors come. Mm-hmm. These are <laughs> these are. But when you say they're teens, men, these the brats are menstruating. Is what you're saying. <laughs> When you say teens, you don't mean college-age teens, though. We're talking about, like, high school-age teens. What grade are the brats in? Do they have a specific academic... What? First of all, I want to know what grade they're in, Brian. And then can you tell me at what grade level they're reading and doing that? <laughs> and what school they go to? <laughs> brats High? I bet it's Brats High. Your brats are so covered in jizz. <laughs> I mean, I like the sound of that. It's a good setup. Both, they're nice. It's nice because it's punchy because they both end in Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what you want in a joke. K's I, and Z's. I think we're missing the bigger picture, which is that we should be pitching a movie mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. The Short Con. Okay. Yeah. That is about children grifters. Oh. Wait, isn't that just Curly Sue? The oh. kids don't remember Curly Sue. Kids don't remember Curly it's Sue. It's about a five-year cycle at Kids this love point. Jim Belushi, though. Kids love Jim Belushi. <laughs> Do you know why? Because they're people. Right. Okay, here's what, I, here's what I'm suggesting okay. to you. We're going to need a license for this thing. I say we go American Girl. Huh. I say we do a 1920s American Girl, and basically what we're doing is we're ripping off the sting. 
Okay. <laughs> but but we're doing it in an American girl context. I like it. So we find a little, an adorable little girl, an 8, 10, 12-year-old girl that looks a lot like Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. And we run through an elaborate, We of course, we're going to have to hire Ricky Jay to serve as a consultant. <laughs> we run through this, an elaborate scenario, a, a, you know, whatever it is, a, a bank operation, a you know, there's a million different things we could do. Right. But it's all involves little children dressed in little vests. Yes. A lot of vests. Like, that's the thing. I mean, the, ultimately, I think a significant portion of the budget, child actors work cheap. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to spend a fair amount of money on horseless carriages and a fair amount of money on vests. But if we're willing to make those two expenditures, I think we can make this thing work. And we can teach people a lesson about how tough things were during the Depression I guess, or right before the depression. Yeah, right before the depression. I think things were pretty good because the Roaring Twenties. Couple of questions. Yeah, I've got a couple answers. Will you go urban? Well, I mean, I mean, they're having a different experience. They're having a different experience down in you know Spanish Harlem. Well, I was thinking if we can get Willow and Jaden attached. Oh, okay. This thing funds itself. Yeah. You mean in the sense that Will Smith would pay for us? Yes, to make it? absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yep. Would we have to include Scientology messages? I'm willing to. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You're quick to sell out, guys. I am unemployed. Let me make How that clear. Okay. How do you see Zenu fitting into this? <laughs> All right. You got. You got. He's your... a kindly old grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Not this. I know. I do. Um, L. L. Ron. There's uh, too many thetans in the blood of one of these teens. One of these, sure. One of these brats slash American girl preteens. Oh, maybe their parents are sending them to a therapist, Ooh. Oh, which okay. is angering okay. up their, their soul power. Really getting the thetans boiling. Yeah, thetans oh. are blood, right? No, yeah. not a Scientologist. They're in blood. <laughs> they are in blood. I think thetans like, are in blood. What's the force? What was that thing that you measure? Oh, midichlorian. Ah, sure. I always confuse them. Always confuse them. Which one had Darth Vader? Scientology. Okay. Yeah, they pray to Darth Vader. Okay, so we've got uh, uh, Darth Vader and uh, Robert Redford. Does he have a granddaughter? Maybe he's got a granddaughter? Is Yoda the one from Welcome Back, Cotter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's Horshack. <laughs> we'll be back. Why the fuck Jesse? We'll be back in just a second now, Jordan, Jesse, go. Do you think it's okay to finish someone else's food? Do you have a fight with your friend over whether or not he should wear his Phillies garb to a Colorado Rockies game? Does your wife want to keep a chamber pot in her art studio? If so, Please do not write in to Judge John Hodgman. I heard all those cases already. Judge John Hodgman is the show where I, John Hodgman, adjudicate disputes between real people calling in over the Internet, and I tell them who is right and who is wrong over such important issues as, is a machine gun a robot, and is it okay to go through the garbage at the Canadian House of Pizza and Garbage? Bailiff Jesse Thorne rounds out the cast for a fun-filled podcast of judgment and... Justice. Kind of two of the same thing, actually. Judge John Hodgman, take a listen if you do not mind. I order it. Come visit the courtroom. It is open to all and located at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Cook, Xenu Warrior Princess. 
Gentlemen, I just <laughs> I just got a pretty terrifying email. Mm-hmm. The subject line is went to jjgoatmaximumfun.org. The subject line is Cromentous Occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm. You don't know this, Brian, but I fucking hate crows. Ah. A brother. Yeah. You also hate crows? Oh, indeed. What's your what's your beef? Do you guys have a similar beef? Maybe we can find Perhaps. some common ground. Uh my girlfriend's old house when we lived in Seattle, they would nest right outside. And dive bomb when you walked out your front door. And not just – they say crows can remember a face, which that's terrifying. That's some right. T-1000 they shit. They plan against their enemies too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. So you think the scariest part of the T-1000 wasn't that he could make knife arms, Facial but is that he remembered people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, these crows made knife arms. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and their beaks. Uh, they have those. Uh, they would dive bomb you, but they would – they would like when you were coming up the block, like before you even went under the thing. Wow. Just knowing you were coming toward it. It was terrifying. I really fantasized for a while about getting uh, like a tennis racket and taking them down. Like, <laughs> like swatting them out of the air. Yes. It would just feel so good. Send them back where they came from. Exactly. Hell. See you later. Yeah. Return volley. Sky hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean heaven. Yeah, that's what they call it, right? Okay. This is from Mark. A few months back, I was sitting in my apartment in the inner sunset district of San Francisco when I heard a bunch of squawks coming from outside my window. A few minutes pass, and the birds are still going strong, so I head outside to see what the commotion's all about. I look up to find a dozen crows perched on the electrical wires outside my apartment, which itself isn't all that odd for my neighborhood. He's right. I've been to the inner sunset. (laughs) Crows everywhere there. Were you ever arrested or molested in the inner sunset? No, sir. Okay. But there was a store in the inner sunset, and the whole windows was taken up by a wall of pins. You know what I'm talking about? Like Push pins. pins. Oh. Like pins, like uh, like, like pin back pins. <laughs> I don't you know, know what, what that I'm talking means. about? Like a little enamel yeah, pin like totally. you put in your lapel. Like kids mm. collect or the president yes. wears. Yes. Only children mm. and the president wear them. But a full wall, the whole front window of that is those little things. You know, it's like- All it, the same or different? Different. Okay. But I could never figure out if they were open or not. This is the kind of thing that makes an eight-year-old completely insane. Oh, absolutely. I saw a funny pin the other day. What did it say? Uh, I, I, was at the, um, I was at the Highland Park uh, Farmer's Market. Mm-hmm. They have a little swap meet section where uh, grandmas go to sell crafts. Mm. Sure. Um, so there's a lot of like homemade Dia de los Muertos stuff. Um, you know, some like creepy. Oh, there's some corn husk dolls. Some mm. like creepy corn husk sugar dolls. Skull. Get yourself a sugar skull. You could get a sugar skull. Okay. Yeah, but then you know, there's just, and then like you know, second. Everyone brands. has everyone has a VH copy of Men in Black <laughs> that right. they're selling. A VH copy. Of, a VHS. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a V8 promotional Men in Black yeah. when they teamed up with the Tomato Juice. That company. was a weird combo. It was a weird tie-in. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get kids into Tomato Juice. Yeah. Right. Um, I would have gone Clamato. <laughs> right. Yeah. Got to get that Clamato sponsorship. Yeah. Um, it is the one you ask for, the one you raise your glass for. <laughs> <laughs> is that an actual Clamato slogan? I believe Clamato is the pick-me-up that picks you up. Ooh. Clamato's what you ask for, the one you raise your glass for, the pick-me-up that picks you up once more. Wow. And they sing Takes a little like fish. Okay. <laughs> It's made of clam juice. Uh, so, so they, so this woman, uh, this this grandma just had like a bunch of grandma stuff, and then she, it, it's, it, you know, it looks like she had one of those button makers, those stampy button Ugh, makers. Right, yeah. So she had just made all of these buttons and was selling them for a dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. And they said uh, one just there were some that were just happy faces, 
and some that said, have, have a great day. There was one. This is how she keeps the voices away. <laughs> right. She just puts whatever they say <laughs> onto the button keep machine. stamping all day. <laughs> some of them said, kill your family. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but no, so so there was one that just said, um, you know, like, oh, one that said, world's best grandma. Mm. So you could buy that for your grandma. She has no grandchildren. Yeah. She'll think someone would buy it for her someday. Right. Uh, but one, just just text. No logos, no logos on this thing, and it was just plain text. Just said Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> what font were we working with? Just, I mean, just I drew this with a marker. Oh wow, hand drawn. Wow. No, no Cowboys. You know, no star, no football helmet. <laughs> just it just, and there were no other sports teams. Yeah, she just, just Dallas said Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Well, she's got her team. She well, they're America's team. Yeah, so that is also true. Uh, she is a criminal. I want to point that out. Right. That is a trademark. No, she doesn't have the, she didn't have the NFL's permission to make those buttons. Clearly. Do you think they should send uh John Madden down to the uh, swap meet to <laughs> yeah. kick over her card table? Absolutely. John Madden doesn't have time to call football games. He's too busy crisscrossing the country in the Madden cruiser. <laughs> Shaking down old ladies. Stepping over the line. Swap meets. He's like, What can I say? I love going to swap meets. <laughs> and I love intellectual property rights. <laughs> My two Boom. greatest hobbies. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and then there was one lady who just had every, probably two years worth of sequential issues of Justice League Dark. Is that a comic book? It's a comic book, yeah. It's like huh. a mean Justice League who hunts ghosts. Oh, oh who hunts ghosts? Wait, who hus- hunts ghosts? Yeah. Is Justice League a guy? And it's a, it's a collection the of guys. First name it's Justice? It's like a group of guys. Like, uh, Is it different guys? Is it like the Canadian Avengers? Kind of. It's like it's like spooky heroes. It's like uh, Constantine is in it. Dead Man is in it. Swamp Thing's in it sometimes. Oh, Swamp Thing. He's not made up. <laughs> no, uh, Swamp Thing's real. He's as real as you or I. <laughs> well, before you were just saying names you made up. That's true. No, I was making that up. But it was weird that she had that specific comic, just every issue. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe like her kid just moved out or something and just only collected Justice League Dark. Anyway. Her weird autistic kid. Sure. Yeah. Loves well, Candyland. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So let's get back to the inner sure. sunset district of San Francisco. Fermentous occasion. Where we, when we just left off, he looked outside his window to see a group of crows uh, perched on the electrical wires. What was odd is that all the crows were staring down at the ground. So I pan over, presumably with his eyes. I don't think he's... <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's just using play? film language. <laughs> Smash cut. Right. <laughs> All the crows were staring down at the ground, so I pan over to see one lone crow flopping around on the sidewalk with a pigeon. They are tumbling around for a good 30 seconds before the crow pins the pigeon and starts pecking at it. Another 15 seconds, and I start to see blood. A lot of blood. After a good deal more pecking and squawking, pecking and squawking, the crow flies off, leaving the bloody pigeon flopping on the sidewalk, and that is when I notice the pigeon looks strange. Strange because the crow has torn off his head. (laughs) I like crows more now. (laughs) I glance over as the crow flies by my apartment, and sure enough, the crow is carrying the pigeon's head in its claws. The remaining crows get much louder watching the headless pigeon twitch and flop in its own blood. (laughs) I go inside and close the blinds. (laughs) Fade to black. Are you not entertained? (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be scarier if he didn't take the head. If it's like, oh, we just kill for fun. Like, I mean, I guess there's, you know, maybe he's going to feed 
It's, What's he you know, going to do with the head? It's a feed trophy. it to its babies. Yeah, you should see. I mean, you got to assume. Just they want the. They want the like the. You know, they want the leg or the thigh. To eat. They don't want the head. This yeah. is a trophy. It's, it was just Thanksgiving. Who yeah. in your family got the head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, at Thanksgiving we were doing the wishbone and. Um, did that and little bitch cheat? Because the four-year-old I have and the, had enough of her. The four-year-old and the six-year-old were both both got to do the wishbone. Uh huh. And their mom asked, uh, "Okay, so what are you going to wish for?" And the little boy, just as exasperated as anyone has ever sounded, just goes, "She's like, oh, what do you want to wish for?" And he's like, "Ugh, a robot." Like, Duh. Yeah, like come on, we've been at why? It's a wish. <laughs> what else do you? We don't. Do we have a robot? Let me answer your question with a question. Do I have a robot? So I'm wishing for a robot. Of course. Just like, this is what I always wish for. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I, I – well, I mean, you know, there's some, there's some good meat in the head. I mean, I don't know if you ever – I think you, you guys – We've all had a cabeza me. taco before. They, That's delicious. That's true. Especially crow or a pigeon yeah. cabeza. I don't mind lengua either. Sure. Mm. Like lengua. Right. You, if you cook properly, there's it lots be of very good, tender. There's lots of good head meats. Yeah. There's a little. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the serial killer of crows. I think this is a trophy. Yeah. I think he has a terrifying basement somewhere under his nest. (laughs) I think it's like a seven situation. Yeah, more of an Ed Gein I was going for. Like lampshades made out of uh, pigeon heads. Mm -hmm. uh, Belts. He he clips out all the uh, uh, clippings from the crow newspaper that mention him. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Why are they still publishing that? I mean, print is dead. You got to assume crow print is super dead. Yeah, I don't know if you're crows have iPhones too. Let's say you're a purveyor of fine pigeons. Let's say, (laughs) where are you going to advertise? www.terrapigeonsheadoff.com. I just assumed (laughs) rec.sport.alt. Yeah, some kind of forum. I am a little disappointed. uh, Although the story definitely. Uh, brought me right back around. It was, it was very satisfying. But at first, I assumed that this would have something to do with Cro-Magnons, uh, based <laughs> upon the title, Cromantis Occasions. Yeah. Do you guys? What do you? How do you guys? As crow haters, how do you feel about the pigeons? Uh, I mean, who gives a shit about pigeons? Yeah, a nuisance at at worst. Okay. They're not like crows. They're not. They're, they don't have a scheme. Right. They kind of have dead eyes. Yeah. Do breadcrumbs count as a scheme? <laughs> Once in a while, I'll look at a pigeon and I'll think, you know what? A pigeon's not even actually that ugly. And we think of it as being ugly because it's in an ugly cohort and context mm-hmm. and stuff. It's actually kind of neat looking. It's got that those iridescent feathers. It's just they associate with literal garbage. Yeah. I mean, so... <laughs> they yeah. associate with garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're hanging tight with garbage. Yeah. They're on the garbage side of the tracks. It's like a seagull. Mm-hmm. Not a bad looking bird. When did you ever see a seagull more than three feet from a dump? That's true. Or in, in the sea. Seas Where are... do you dump your trash? <laughs> well, straight in the sea. Straight... Oh. oh, see? Yeah. yeah. There it is. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, our listener, we ask that you call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Our telephone number is 206-984-4-FUN, 206-984-4-FUN. Put in your phone so that you have it ready. Why is it a Seattle number? Uh, because it is a, f- because it's the heart of the tech industry. Ah, circa two thousand three. Okay, <laughs> um, when whatever this company is, whose website I have not visited since two thousand six, when I set this up, 
that gives you free voicemail where if you call it and leave a message, it emails it to you. And they still exist. Yep. K7.net. Shout out to K... I presume they still exist. It's still working. It's still working. I literally have not been to the website in many, many years. Hmm. They were bought out by enom.com. I don't know... I don't know if we have an outgoing message on this phone number. I don't know. Like, it could literally... The outgoing message right now could be... It could be like, hi, this is Jesse. I'm an eighth grader at the Nueva Learning Center in Hillsborough, California. My favorite baseball player is Robbie Thompson. I love eclipses. No cops. No cops. (laughs) 420 friendly. (laughs) Wait, were you trying to find a roommate with this number? Originally, I was trying to find a roommate. And then he just kept it. Yeah, the problem is going to see the eclipse. No cops. <laughs> <laughs> somebody posted, somebody posted the number on Usenet. Ah, mm-hmm. dot. Uh, you know, Peta. <sighs> all dot sf dot roommate dot pedophile. <laughs> hey, they got to live somewhere. They do. It's true. You know, especially with all these laws. And why wouldn't? It, why not have it be with a tween? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's take a call. Hi, hi uh, Jordan, Jesse, and hopefully guest. Uh, this is Michael in New York calling with a momentous occasion. Um, I just got my uh, four-day-old daughter, three-day-old daughter. I don't know. I've lost track. I just got yeah. three-day-old daughter to fall asleep in her crib for the first time. Fall. Oh, shit, he just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> At least he made it through the call. Yeah. Oh, God bless you, sir. I feel like uh, Brian cut it off before he got to the part. He's like, I'm just at my fucking wits end, man. I can't take this any longer. <laughs> so, it's, it's, so it's 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 hard to get the baby to sleep in the crib, right? The, yeah. I mean, the baby just... The problem with babies is <sighs> they sleep. It's not that they don't sleep. They sleep all the time. It's just that they just sleep and no, not sleep whenever they want to in 15-minute <laughs> intervals. <laughs> so there's no... There's very no little respite. regard for other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no respite from it. It's just a brutal continuing onslaught of sleep or not sleep. <laughs> and the other problem is, it, it doesn't like if they're sleeping. You are just cleaning vomit off yourself or whatever. Like it's not a break, right? Oh, sorry, am I? There's this stomach flu in my house. It's made me reconsider all of my life's choices. You should give that last, especially guy eating spoiled chicken. Yeah. <laughs> That was a weird move. <laughs> that was a weird Thanksgiving for everybody. It was <laughs> spoiled chicken again. I had to cancel Thanksgiving. Yeah. No Thanksgiving at my house. You said to eat crackers and ginger ale? Yeah. I I literally ate like crackers the, and wait, ginger ale on Thanksgiving. What do you guys have for Thanksgiving? And turkey and stuffing. and Huh. Not hmm. crackers and ginger ale. Yeah. Huh. I had a fun Thanksgiving. Uh, I had a fun Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, just like the Pilgrims brought over yeah, crackers and ginger ale. I had a fun Thanksgiving experiment. Uh, I was listening to uh, the guy from the Sporkful podcast. You know, uh, sure, yeah, it's Dan. We're talking Dan Pashman. Talking Dan Pashman. Sure. Talk about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Here was his recommendation for uh, your leftovers. Jordan. Yeah. What does Dan Pashman from the Spork- Sporkful recommend about your leftovers on Thanksgiving? Here's what he says. I so, feel like he was about to tell us that. So I kind mean, of the traditional. I'm the host. The I'm just trying to set up my friend Jordan. Do you mind <laughs> Thank if you. I... I stepped over the line again. Jordan. Sorry, guys. I'm Brian, gonna... of course, you your Thanksgiving 
leftovers are just crackers dunked in ginger ale. <laughs> Come on, there ain't nothing left over. Well, yeah, right. Someone put next... some crackers and ginger ale in front of you. Yeah. You're gonna leave it sitting around? Yeah, would cooks uh, would cook sitting at the table? <laughs> Come on. There's only one thing to do with those particular leftovers, Brian. Mm-hmm. Next morning, mm-hmm. smoothie. Oh, yeah, right. Absolutely. Exactly. You yeah. blend it, put a little ice in there, a little coconut water. Jordan, <laughs> here's what we here's what I did. Jordan, can I can I set something up something up for you? Mm-hmm. Jesse's got a question. My friend Dan Pashman hosts a podcast called The Sporkful. Yeah. It's a podcast about food and culture. What's a pod? It's a lot of fun, this show. Yeah. He probably had a A great idea. podcast is mainly where a guy who doesn't really read Justice League Dark tries to explain Justice League Dark to two of his friends. Oh, that sounds popular. (laughs) It's not. Okay. (laughs) It is not. Um, Uh, And that's something about Swamp Thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. For no good reason. Swamp Thing in a couple made-up words. <laughs> it just tries to riff a comic book. You know, Swamp. It's a team. It's a super team. It's uh, Swamp Thing. Constantinople, got, whatever the thing yeah, was yeah. he said. Uh, is like a lady. She got big gazookas. <laughs> you got Spook Force. Mm-hmm. Ghost Lookers. <laughs> ghost Lookers. <laughs> Look, looking for ghosts. You got Deadwood. <laughs> uh, Here's what you do. With your Thanksgiving leftovers. Okay. So the traditional Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches, you get a you get a roll, you get your, you know, crescent roll, your whatever, and you put, you know, turkey dressing, mashed potatoes. None of this adds up, but I'll assume that's a thing you do in Canada. Uh, so yeah, yeah, right. It's uh, north of the border. Here's mm-hmm. how we do it. Here's what Tashman said to do. Instead of you you say you you throw out the bread. You throw out the roll, you throw out the crescent roll, whatever. Well, because it's dried out, it's stale. Sure. You take your dressing, you take your dressing or stuffing. And you just you, eat that. Fuck the rest you, of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. the only good part of the you, whole Thanksgiving you, meal. Yeah, you, you go in the bathroom, you get in the bathtub, <laughs> draw the curtain, <laughs> and just eat stuffing with your hands. Yep. You press it into a disc. Uh-huh. You put it in a uh, You put it in a pan with some olive oil. You brown it on both sides. That's the bread. And then you put in turkey, mashed potatoes, uh, cranberry sauce, whatever else. It's delicious. I tried so you it. Make, you're making I like a, it. You're making like a fried. You're making like a stuffing latka. Yes, exactly. I added a little cheese for hold. Because the problem, I think that's good. Because part of the problem with a roll is mm-hmm. it's not fried enough. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get more butter? In can it? we? Can we deep fry any of this? Anyways, I tried it. It was great. It does seem weird to stuff as much as I do enjoy that sandwich. Sure. Uh, it does seem weird to cram more bread into your bread. Right, yeah, it's exactly. It always felt a little wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, ma- how much starch could we eat? Let me throw this out there. One year, uh, old BC over here yeah. took the leftover mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. put them in the waffle iron. Oh, my God. What did that do? Uh, Ruined his waffle <laughs> iron. <laughs> uh, made the most amazing thing I've ever eaten. So uh, so how do you eat it? You just with a knife and fork? Uh, uh, yeah, with your, like with your mouth and some utensils. Okay. You could use your hands. Does yeah. it come out waffle-shaped? It It does. Does it crisp up? It crisps the, uh, the hell up. Huh. Ever had a French fry? Yeah. Giant French fry. Wow. Yeah. Also, huh. there was a lot of blue cheese in the in the. Oh, that's potatoes. nice. Yeah. Delicious. Okay. It'll leave it in there for a while. Good. Don't it let the really don't let the light on the waffle iron lie to you. It's not going to take waffle time. No. It's going to take a while. <laughs> it's going to be in there. Okay. But the results... so longer longer than a waffle. Should I just yeah. let it burn? <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah. When Absolutely. it burns down the house, and you crumble it up, and you have it with some ginger ale. Like the fires of Babylon? Like the fires of Babylon. <laughs> that really took a turn, you guys. Yeah. We're talking about this guy's baby. He was in a crib. Yeah. It was a momentous occasion. Let's take another call. Hi, this is Big W from Winnipeg with a momentous occasion. I am a 27-year-old gay adult baby 
And today I had another guy change my diaper for the first time. <laughs> Immortal power. Plug it in. Ah, big W. Big W. Getting it cool, done. What a cool guy. Kind of weird to throw big in there when you're an adult baby. <laughs> well, Don't you know. Don't you want to be Lil W? Lil Dub? Lil, Lil Big Dubs? Lil Dubs? Lil Big Dubs? Baby it's, Dubs? It's tough. Does an adult baby pick a specific age of baby to be? Oh, I wonder. Yeah, I don't wonder if there's big if there's big toddlers or if there's adult toddlers. Like some people have the fetish of just like smashing shit in your house when they come over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pulling I, your dog's tail. I adult, feel like adult, it's a fetish. Adult tween who's just like, I'll be in my room. <laughs> Maybe don't the, come in my room. Maybe this just comes from I'm 40. following our friend uh, Kevin Allison's Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. But I feel like women are so less involved in coming up with uh, ridiculous and creative things to be into in terms of sex. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, more interested in, say, commitment mm. or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, feelings-related like things something. rather than more. crazy nonsense. <laughs> what? <laughs> that it's got to be fun to be a gay man and you can come up with thanks to the internet. Sure. They seem like they're enjoying can, it. If you're in a nice sized town like Big W's in Winnipeg. Yeah. Hot town. Do you think Winnipeg's named after Big W or vice versa? Oh. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so Big you, Winnie. You can really come up with some shit. Mm-hmm. And there's some other Literally. dude that's come up with that shit. Yep. You know what I mean? You just get together. There's an app on your phone probably. And you smear yeah. your shit on each other's hands. Because <laughs> you're gay dudes. You're into other dudes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I was wondering. And I'm not saying that. Look, I don't want to. I'm not saying that women can't come up with some weird shit to be into. I'm just saying it seems like more dudes are Too into busy coming up shopping. With weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm just saying more dudes are coming up with weird, complicated stuff. Absolutely. I also often find myself wishing that there was some weird thing that I was into because it seems like it would make things easier. Let's it would get be you fun. one today. Because my wife really loves me. She'd do some weird thing with me if if I wanted. Like uh. I don't, uh, like a uh, living pony? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Or dead pony. Dead pony? Dead pony. I'm into that. It's just dead a pony human play. pony, I guess, is probably... <laughs> I think part of it, too, is that it's it's got to be easier just to relate to somebody of your own sex and just be like, hey, man, are you into uh, blowing snot out of your nose into someone else's eye? Like, that's just an easier <laughs> right. thing to, like, talk to a dude about, probably. Yeah, man, that's guy stuff. Guy stuff. That's the kind of stuff you want to talk about with your buddies on a panel show. Cracking right? some brews. Starring... Uh... Starring the guy from the Partridge family. <laughs> oh, I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, <laughs> it's the guy from the yeah, the male, family. the male view. Is that uh, around anymore? No, no I think it lasted about nine months. Uh, Danny Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci. He, tore, he does like comedy clubs now, by the way. What is he? Well, he's he, pretty funny. He's really funny. Yeah. he's a really yeah. talented, funny guy. Yeah, I mean, he put in the work. Yeah, he did. Earned, yeah, earned it. <laughs> he's earned his fame. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Meow. Well, let's get some I wonder fetishes. when, here's what I wonder with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the uh, adult baby, with Bonaduciing. Bonaduciing. Yeah, Bonaduciing. Right. Uh, yeah, any gay men out there into Bonaduciing? It's where <laughs> you re- remain inexplicably popular. <laughs> <laughs> Starting from a very young age. Right. Takes a while. You can't um, just jump into Bonaduciing. Sure, exactly. It's you, gradually. Um, so, when with that stuff, with, you know, change the baby, with. Human pony with, you know, shoe shoe licking. Mm-hmm. When when do you jack off and do is like or do you jack off? 
later thinking about it or do you or do you just like oh thanks for changing me well now yeah, i'll fuck I you i think the like, ultimate when... i think the ultimate is when you don't even have to jack off yeah not that you have an orgasm without jacking off but like the or you're like you're like i'm past orgasms i think it's weird that you this guys not are even I just about orgasms that this is even sexual in the first place no, you're right. It's probably oh, not sexual. It's probably said, practical. You, th- you think that this could possibly be like a uh, quadriplegic, or like just or like a literary, like a Kafka esque situation? <laughs> oh, where he's <laughs> like, just woken up and regressed to babyhood. Yeah, well, like we're supposed to be learning a lesson about this. Mm, we're all. When he babies. says he's an adult baby. It's yeah. actually a, a metaphorical, but a literal, a literal in metaphor. our world. Meant we live in a literary world inside of a metaphor oh, that's supposed Jesus. to teach people outside of that metaphor a lesson. Oh, because I man. guess like jacking off is not baby like, so you're breaking whoa, character whoa, whoa, there. Whoa, what? <laughs> Come on! No, you're right. Babies love to jack off. <laughs> Let's take another call. Jordan, just to go. This is Alex from uh, Hollywood, Florida. I'm calling for a momentous occasion. It's momentous for me, anyway. I was uh, walking the neighborhood. I was wearing my Captain Marvel t-shirt, or Shazam, if you prefer. Uh, There were a family, uh, father, uh, mother, a teenage son, and a huge dog uh, who had stopped to walk in Mill Street, kind of talking with each other, real animated-like, and they were glancing over at me every few seconds. Eventually, I walked uh, close enough to be in a conversation shop, and the dad goes, hey, that Flash or Shazam? I go, Shazam? And the mom says, I told you. And that's it. Great show, guys. I don't think that guy was really Shazam. You think he was the guy who bought a Shazam t-shirt? Yeah. Why would he have called in with such a lame story if he wasn't actually Shazam? That's That's a pretty good point. He's been waiting to get recognized for years. Yeah. (laughs) Since the 1940s. Dude lives in Hollywood, Florida, for Christ's sake. Who's going to recognize Shazam in Hollywood? Florida? He moved there because of elderly people. Well, he moved there because he wanted to blend in and not be recognized. Well, I guess the alter ego years... of Shazam is a child. What now? The uh, Shazam is a child, and when he says Shazam, he turns into Captain Marvel. Ah, Captain Marvel, Marvel. aka Shazam. Read comic books. Why does he have two names? Uh, I think legal issues. Can I tell you what I literally assumed? Yeah, that Shazam was like a black version. <laughs> Okay. There was Captain Marvel, but like sure. in Again, certain communities. That's, that's your sism. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's your sism. Absolutely on me. Um, yeah, no, uh, right, but, but Shazam is not an adult. He's a he's a child who can turn into a Didn't someone superhero. post a really in-depth post on our forum explaining the difference between all the Shazams? Uh, I don't know. Someone posted links, clips from the 70s Shazam TV show that was pretty funny. The Shazam the Tiger? Wasn't there a Shazam the Tiger? Was Shazam an adult baby? Sounds like it. Probably, yeah. Almost certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, if I was Shazam, I'd be. Yeah, that'd be nice. Get out there and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I was thinking about this just with regard to baby penises. Mm-hmm. And, Go on. And baby erections. <laughs> so when my dad was telling me the birds and the bees, we're on this camping trip. I'm like nine or ten years old. Classic. That's a classic place to do it. Absolutely. Alone in a tent. And it's not like we went on other camping trips. <laughs> it's... That was this the one, one camping trip. My dad was like, shit, I'm going to have to take a camping trip. Oh, so look, here could... in the clearing, it's a it's a volume of The Joy of Sex. Well, we should probably read it. <laughs> um, Our bodies, ourselves. And at one point, my dad asked me, have you ever gotten an erection? And I said, I don't know. I didn't know what an mm-hmm. erection was. You couldn't figure out from context clues? Yeah. 
You figured out casing cars pretty easily. You mean from the fact that my dad had them, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he pointed downwards. Hey, you know, one horrible. of these. You ever sported one of these horrible. bad boys? <laughs> my father. Come on, high five. So he said, have you ever had an erection? And I said, I didn't know what that was. I think I said, I don't know, I don't know what that is. And he said, you know, it's, your, it's when your penis fills with blood. <laughs> Definitely and the part to start so with. Yeah, something, sure. something. And I said, I don't think so, because it didn't sound right. Well, it sounds gory and painful. Yeah. Well, you think was, you would notice. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he, you know, he said, like, pokes up or something. I mean, I get... And he says, really? Because, I mean, your little, your brother, he's like three years old. He has sometimes... <laughs> Popping them left like, and right. What? Late bloomer. Why would you... What is that? Yeah. Where was my Oof. dad going with that? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess he's just trying to start some sibling rivalry. <laughs> yeah. You had the hardest boners Jeez, at the earliest Louise, age. Dad. Uh, he never loved you. I mean, that's that's the end of it. He was a pretty good dad overall. I mean, I love my dad a lot. It's just, what's that? Sure. But now you think can... through the, you got to think it through first. Your dad's probably getting up there in age, right? Got to be in his 60s. This guy's, uh, my dad, my dad just hit 70. Just hit 70? Big 7 I think it's time to take him on a camping trip. Oh, yeah, and tell him. like, hey, what's up, old man? Still get these? <laughs> I didn't think so. How's it feel? Then you leave him in the woods but to die if, like a Viking. <laughs> what if my brother John is there? Don't bring John. Don't bring John. His boners, John's will ruin boners are going to be. They're John's amazing. like 24 years old. He's going to has probably has boner prime. diamond boners. Boner prime. <laughs> this guy's got. Not only does he have boners, but like he's in the part of his life. Boner where... prime is a boner where uh, the, Nazis, <laughs> the Nazis won World War II. <laughs> This is a comic book reference. <laughs> <laughs> Alternate boner theory. <laughs> it's a, a, a multiple boner verse. <laughs> there are multiple b- boners existing at once. Mm-hmm. Some of them fight ghosts and live in Canada. Right. My, I'm sure my brother John, my brother John listens to this program, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this kid's got gorgeous boners. John, if you have a momentous boner. You sit to dial the phone. <laughs> or I guess you maybe could unlock your iPhone with it. And for you that, one of those little touch pads. For that matter, my youngest brother Brendan, he just went away to college. He lives in Chicago. His girlfriend lives there. I'm sure this kid's got boners like you wouldn't believe. He's got boners to spare. I barely, I can barely generate a. I got two kids. Why sure. would you want to? You already got two kids. I know. The, all it's, it's going to lead to is yeah, you're just going to rocket some kids out of there. Yeah, you're done. Your boner days are behind you. If you're lucky. What is that? All mean? lucky. Yeah, it's a small room. <laughs> so, any other think... any other brothers? Any other? <laughs> no, but family I, members with. I was wondering if uh, if we take a quick break, could somebody change my diety? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Will you be jacking off during or after? <laughs> That's for me to know. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Cook, alternate boner theorist. Um, it's been a joy to have you on the program, Brian. Thanks. I think I'm killing it at this nickname game. You're doing really great. Yeah, very nice. You're nice and tight. Uh, you got just competitive erotic fan fiction. That's a thing. And now I'm presuming that's roughly what it sounds like? It is exactly what it sounds like. That's what it says on the packages they say? Yep. I have booked people for it and they've been like, but I just do stand-up, right? It's just a weird name. No, you literally write erotic fan fiction and compete with it. And you you mentioned you were doing a show in San Diego, so you're not just, this isn't just some bullshit 
You're doing it to Acme Comedy Theater in Los Angeles. <laughs> Fuck that place. No, I do it all over the country. I think by the end of this year, I will have done 35 shows in 15 cities. Yeah, it's been busy. So I do it every month, third Tuesdays at Nerd Melt here in L.A., and then somewhere else. It's also a podcast yeah. people can download. Also a podcast available on Nerdist.com or on iTunes for free. I, I did it uh, a yep. few weeks ago. Killed it. Was it. Really, it was really a thrill for me to get asked. I, I, I think I mentioned this to you that I, I had been coming to the show for a long time. And I always love it. Yes. And it felt like I had won a contest when I got asked. <laughs> it felt like, you know, like it was like I got to be ball boy for a day or something at the uh, – Wimbledon. It the, was you know at the Wimbledon. Kept skittering back and forth across the stage. Yeah, I did have cute little shorts on though. They were adorable. Uh, and I, I, uh, my erotic story took mm-hmm. place in the world of Xbox Live. It was all the most homophobic kids from Xbox Live get sucked in and are uh, and learn to enjoy gay sex with all the Xbox characters. Yes. Oh. And they come out less homophobic than when they were sucked in. It had a message. It had a message, yeah. I like to, you know. How'd you, how'd you do in the competition? Uh, I lost to, I forget the guy who, who won. He did Space Jam, though, and it was fucking amazing. Uh, Keith Carey. There yes. you go. Yep. Yes. He yep. did, uh, he did uh, Michael Jordan and Porky Pig fucking on the set of Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was delightful. It was really, really good. Eyebrow uh, yeah. uh, sounds... <laughs> Yeah. Um, and but I've been I've been feeling a little bit bad about myself. I t- I, di- I told an I told an Xbox specific joke that got zero laughs, and I was always like, Oh, I remember this, but I don't remember the joke as I also did not get it. That's okay. Uh, I think what happened was I mixed up some Gears of War characters. Oh, I said that Dom played Thrash Ball. It's Cole that plays Thrash Ball. You can't make those mistakes in so, the back of a comic book. I'm shop. sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's all right to everybody at Competitive. I'm sorry I ruined your show, Brian. Uh, you know, it's about time somebody apologized. It didn't have to be you. Yeah. But thank you. Can you apologize to our friend and listener, Guy, who's the head of marketing for Xbox? Yeah. Guy, I'm sorry that I thought it was Dom who played Thrash Ball. Then really <laughs> a, it was Cole who played Thrash Gears Ball. Gears of War-themed wedding that I officiated. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a Gears of War-themed wedding. It was a beautiful, regular wedding that had a Gears just, of War all of photo the best, op at the end. All of the, the best real, men were dressed real, as grubs. Like, Gears of War guns. And then you played Thrash Ball. Yeah, yeah whatever that is. It's a it's future football. Ah, one of the major characters in Gears of War is Ingve Malmsteen. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're talking my language. Um. Now you're making jokes. I get. Let's do two more hours of this podcast <laughs> where we talk about famous technical guitar players. Yep, I'm in. We have a buckethead chunk. We've been looking to uh... <laughs> little Stevie Salas. Anyone? No, I'll show myself out. <laughs> Bye, Brian. <laughs> Bye bye, uh, but yeah, competitive ride fan fiction is really oh, fun. Steve Vai, nice of you to pick Brian up. It's <laughs> my ride, guys. <laughs> oh man, you can't have shotgun. There's Joe Satriani, <laughs> just silver surfering away. <laughs> Ugh. Not proud of any of those references. For... Sorry, no room for you, Trey Anastasio. <laughs> Ugh. Oh God. Anyway, guy from Primus. Who's that? Larry Lalonde. There you go. Yep. Um, so yeah, competitive rock fan fiction is very fun. If you Great can show. if you can see it live, you should. But if not, uh, download the podcast. I mean, it is, are you, are, despite my grievous error mm-hmm. that basically ruined the show. Yes, uh, are, is that episode going to be podcasted? Yeah, that'll come out. Uh, I'm putting out for the next month. I'm putting out New York and Boston shows because I'm going back to New York and Boston, and that's mm-hmm. how I release them. Is when I go back to a city, I put out those. Okay. Otherwise, I put out LA ones every week, and so it'll be like a month before your episode comes out. Great. It'll be, uh, beginning of January, I'd say. Okay. Who you, who you got on that Boston show? Probably Big Poppy, David Ortiz. 
Uh, I mean, I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Um, any of the Red Sox, really, that I could possibly. Carl Yastrzemski. Carl Yastrzemski, <laughs> Yogi Berra. Is that a Red Sox? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Know about as, about as much about comic books as I do about sports. Never fit in. Robert Parrish. Shh. Former Boston Celtic. Robert <laughs> Parrish. Uh, yes, they will all be on it. I, I... They just do Jordan versus Bird fan fiction. Or <laughs> Larry Bird and Michael Jordan fuck. Uh, there was a very specific, uh, Zach Sherwin did a very specific Chicago Bulls. Uh, he, he, he drew it. Uh, uh, half Who the is it? Tony Kukoc? It's got to be Tony Kukoc. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking <laughs> it's about. It's got to be Coach. He got the 92-93 Chicago Bulls specifically uh, and knocked it out of the park. But no, we haven't had we haven't had any uh, Celtics fan fiction. Boston, mm. Boston, coming up. Looking at you, Boston. If you really want to bring the house down. Right? I don't think people in Boston like the Celtics. I, they're not really into sports there, are they? <laughs> no, not a sports town. <laughs> yeah. Not right. a sports town. You know, if there's some things that Boston aren't into, I'd say higher education, sports, and racism. Mm-hmm. They hate <laughs> not interested things. in any of those. <laughs> Wait, are Bostonians <laughs> racist? Oh, yeah, yeah. Boston is a legendarily racist oh, city. Boston's I didn't know that. Why Leslie. are they racist? What do they do? Well, they separate whites and blacks <laughs> almost perfectly. Classic racism. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like as though there was like a diamond line between <laughs> wow. all the whites and all the blacks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This yeah. is enforced by guards or something? They like, f- you know, Basically. they like firebomb public busing, public uh, school busing, that yep. kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, very racist. Things place. I didn't know about Boston. Don't forget homophobic. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Boston's a wonderful city, though. I do sure. love Boston. I do love Boston as well. But those are definitely true statements. Can I tell you what I love about Boston? If you're yes. ever, if when you head back to Boston, I don't know if you're ever looking to buy a nice piece of clothing. Mm. Uh, there's a shop in Boston called Bobby from Boston, ah. uh, which is. B- I say this absolutely without hyperbole, the best men's vintage clothing store in the world. Um, a truly spectacular... <laughs> Brian, Jordan, wake up. that is so rude. <laughs> wake up, so Steve Vai's here. <laughs> <laughs> Would they have an ascot? Yeah. Yeah, you can get an ascot. Would there. they have a cravat? You can get a cravat there. You can get a what cravat is pin, a probably. Cravat? <laughs> <laughs> Two questions. Can I get a cravat? Can I get a pin that just says Dallas Cowboys on Can it? Can I say a menswear thing before we before we head sure. out of here? Um, Better than anyone I know. It's the holiday season, um, and I have two really cool put-this-on things that you might consider as a holiday gift. Uh, one is we may put this on baseball caps Ooh. in two designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a hunter green with a gold <laughs> stag's head. Ooh, classic. Which I, I happen to have worn to the <laughs> studio here today or to the office here today. It's not on my head. I'm not an animal. I don't wear hats that. inside. <laughs> um, but it's a gorgeous, and uh, I designed it with help from actually from Sunny D. Sunny D uh, oh, did fun. the uh, graphic design and layout on it. And the other is uh, a combination of a heathered gray flannel and a navy blue with a letter P on it for put this on. They're both sort of designed to be handsome, attractive hats that don't tie you down to a particular sports team. Are they unisex? Uh, These are unisex caps. They are fitted. They are made in the USA. They are ultra premium. Mm. All wool leather bands, satin taped seams, satin underbill. Perfect for everyone in your family? I would say pretty much everyone in your family would enjoy this. Uh, the, what about cheating six-year-olds? Oh, oh, absolutely. For the cheating six-year-old in your life? Well, they'll, they're going to want the green one because that's an eight-panel cap. Mm. That's in the style of the 1920s and 30s. Okay. Uh, so they'll want that for uh, their movie pitch. Is there sort a of Cyber like how, Monday deal? Sort of like how uh, Jason Schwartzman from Rushmore made his own uh, Rushmore Academy jacket for the audition. Mm. 
uh, they're going to want one of these baseball caps for when we make sure. our Sting knockoff. Wow. <laughs> yes, there it is. Yeah. Lil uh, Scientologist Sting. <laughs> so you can get those at PutThisOn.com. I really promise you, you will not be disappointed by them. And uh, we also, of course, still have gorgeous, gorgeous pocket squares, including we're about to put up for sale a few pocket squares um, that are made from the silk maps that uh, uh, airmen <clears throat> in the mid 20th century would keep in their uh, keep in their uniform, so that if they ejected from their planes, they would have an escape map that they could fold up small enough to hide and wouldn't be damaged by water Fitted if they had anus. to, or wherever. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you know, in their sock or something, right? Uh, but wouldn't be damaged by water. How does this if they feel? Have you have you there. tried shoving these up your anus yet? Do you know how does it feel? Oh, there's one of my anus right now. It's, oh, great! It's really, I mean, it's silk. Yeah, it's yeah all well, silk, you know, so. yeah, yeah. sitting comfortably, clearly. Um, but they're really they're really <laughs> Good, beautiful. Great and, you know, these we we found these original maps from the 1940s and 50s and made them into pocket squares. They're really gorgeous. Among Very cool. the many other pocket squares and you can find the links to both of those at put this on let me ask you this about the pocket squares yeah i'm assuming that if one is purchasing a pocket square from a jesse thorne yes that much in the way men buy japanese schoolgirls panties <laughs> they would prefer you wear it around <laughs> for a day or so first i usually just wipe it in my underarm to get a little musk there you go mm-hmm. seal it up in a ziploc bag yeah and it is mailed overnight if you need musk on it, I'll musk it. Yeah. It's going to be funky. As long as you buy Jesse enough stuff off his Amazon wish list, she <laughs> will musk up a hanky. Do you take Bitcoin? Yeah, absolutely. I insist on Bitcoin. Mm. Awesome. Um, I'm I'm really, right now I'm thinking about opening up, I'm going to get out of podcasting pocket squares the whole nine yards and just mm. open up an alternative to Silk Road. Okay. I like it. I'm going to be selling opium seeds yep. and... You know, podcasts, kind of podcast. Should, should we start <laughs> like that? live shows, like selling live <laughs> shows, yeah, shows. Yeah. like premium content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, but we got to find a way to make it illegal so that it's sexy. Yeah. Can we I order? Can Amazon I order a hit? Lists. Yeah, sure. Great. Put Please it do. It's got but it has to be <laughs> at more popular podcasts. <laughs> it has to be at the live taping of a podcast. Oh, okay. No. So mm. it'll mostly be someone who goes to Nerd Melt regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Um, yeah, anyway, it was good to know you, Brian. Yeah. That's ominous. Uh, <laughs> what an unusual sign-off. <laughs> Very much so. Our producer is Brian Fernandez. Don't worry, you'll, you'll know, you'll know uh, you're getting yours when Dan Harmon gets taken down. You're, <laughs> you're after him. Third on the list at best. Yeah. A.K.A. Sunny D. Our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of that band and their label, Light in the Attic Records. Uh, it's from the best of the Free Design. Kites are fun, the best of the Free Design. Happy holidays, guys. We'll talk to you next time. And on the internet, between now and then, on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.